0: And gentlemen, degenerates, and gamblers, far and wide, welcome in to episode number one fifty-five of the Talking the Line podcast. On this absolutely beautiful Wednesday of bets, also known as, so you don't have to check your calendar, November third, twenty. Twenty-one. now we have a loaded show to get through today i got my partner to bring in but before we do all of that please take a few moments to SMASH that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the TTL pod on. If you are watching on YouTube, might as well hit that notification bell over there as well so you never miss the start of a live show or any additional content dropping from the crew. But if you are listening on your favorite podcast directory, make sure you hit it there as well as we do release the audio of every show after every live episode is complete. Next item up on the docket, you can be so kind. You can find it in your heart to do so. You got a couple extra seconds while you're sitting here listening to us talk. Hit that like button. Leave us a comment. Leave us a rating. Jump on over yonder in the live chat over there. Hit that share button too. Send it on over to your brothers, friends, sisters, uncles, neighbors, enemies. It doesn't matter. Anybody who is a good old-fashioned degenerate, the first time better to the daily degenerate. It does not matter. The TTL crew is for all. We cannot tell you how much we appreciate it when you do. It only helps make TTL sports media bigger and better. For each and every one of you. Last but certainly not least, head on over to this episode's description where you will locate the Talking the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you will find all of the TTL Crew social platforms, our website, Talkintheline.com, and all of our additional content so you can consume all of that however and whenever you please. You hear the TTL mascot behind me, ladies and gentlemen, and beautiful gambling people joining us for. Episode number 155, I am your humbled, honored, hyped, and always handicapping host, Colton, Captain Colt, Sroka. She has come to visit me, we need to get her off of the set, alright, please get out of here, now she is gone, alright. So, all that being said, we have one final thing we need to do before we start today's show. And that is bring in the man who sits to my left on every single Episode. He used to sit present with me, but now he's just in a box to my left, but is still here with me in prime time. So without further ado, my friends, help me welcome in the man, the myth, the degenerate gambling legend, and TTL resident cheesehead. Uh-oh, we might have something to talk about. And resident South Sider himself, Mr. Riley Armags Magnuson, Partner! How you doing over there today, pal?
1: I'm putting on a brave face over here today, my friend. Uh, Yeah, quick news. Right before we hopped on the show, uh, you know, my man Aaron Rodgers might not be here on Sunday. Definitely not going to be playing on Sunday. So, uh, yeah, we might have something to talk about. uh, I'm putting on my brave face. Jordan Love season, but, uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, we've got bigger things to fry here. We've got, uh, you know, one game against an AFC opponent. If it's uh, any team, I guess this probably would have been the one I would have picked if I had to pick one game for Rodgers to miss, I think. So, Mm. you know, trying to find optimism here wherever I can.
0: Sure enough, I'm feeling you. Hey, just a quick update with your uh, mic. Just a, back, just a little bit, a couple of pops in there, uh, just so right. you're aware. Good to go. Perfect right there. Absolutely. Um, back to the Green Bay Packers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, boy. No rods for you, my friend. I don't know. Uh, we'll have to talk about it in uh, your sidebar, probably everything in between. My friends, you should have seen the look of despair and desperation as soon as uh, this News was dropped this morning. Now, if that tells me anything as to what Mr. Magnuson is going to be post Rodgers in Green Bay, oh boy, he is uh, not going to be the happiest of campers because, my friends, it looked like somebody shot his puppy dog. So we'll see what happens. I digress. We'll get to that in the second half of the show. Digress
1: some more. As long I'm going to be in Green Bay a week from Sunday, so as long as he's back for that, that's that's what I need here. (laughs) <laughs> Most definitely, that uh, that would probably be the best thing for
0: you. At least you'll be uh, watching live in prime time. You get to see your boy. Now, all that being said, let's get to today's show. We have an absolutely loaded show coming at you. But before we get into all of that, let's first things first recap all of yesterday's best bets of the day, my friends. Without further ado, for the first time live on your screen. You will now see in just a moment, I apologize, producing and hosting at the same time. Here we go. The TTL Cruise, best bets from yesterday, November 2nd, 2021. Absolute heater of a day. We cashed the two for Tuesday parlay, ladies and gentlemen. No sweat, no problem whatsoever. Actually, a little bit of a sweat. The Flyers took us to the third period. But regardless, no problem, no harm, no foul. Myself, I went one and one. I absolutely brutal beat on the under in uh, Miami and Ohio. And then my partner went two and one himself, cash the heat, and uh, got the ball state and Akron on an absolutely beautiful <sighs> last second oh. maction oh. fumble to keep the yeah. total under. And the Astros absolutely got hog walloped. Yeah, not even a, a shot, sacrifice. not even a chance. Uh, looked at you before the show. I said, are you sure you want to dive into MLB? You said, absolutely, I'm doing it. I said Okay, more power to you, my brother, but I am not going into that and risking that. But uh, hey, you got the last beat that we possibly could have of the MLB season. Yes, so we, we did. bury that for the time being. And then we'll get back to it. Uh, what another six, eight months? Who knows?
1: Five months or so, but congrats to the Braves, twenty twenty-one World Series champs, huh? Absolutely. Congrats to them. First time since nineteen ninety-five. So pretty sweet for that. And
0: then uh moneyline dice. You see them right above us. Had one hell of a day. Two and oh. They told you, hey, take a full unit on the plus eight and a half, and you're gonna want to sprinkle on this money line as well. They weren't lying. 2-0 day for the dice yesterday. They're looking to stay hot today. They got another matchup in their sights targeted, and uh, you're just going to have to sit around, hang around, wait around to see what that matchup is. But that right. does it for now for all of yesterday's best bets of the day. They're gone. They're done. There you have it. Now, all that being said, what do we got coming up today? Well, I'm so glad you asked. Uh, me and my partner – Got uh, four best bets we are bringing to you in total here today, uh, all from the NBA slate. I got uh, two coming at you. Mag's got two coming at you. Um, outside of that, we got the uh, double special play today, Wednesday Warrior, and the Wednesday Parlay Pop-Off. So uh, Parlay Pop-Off's got three legs as a reminder, a combination of the Wednesday Warrior, the one of my picks, and then one of our Mags' picks as well. And then uh, if you don't know what the Wednesday Warrior is, Hey, it's just a team that battles to either cover their spread or their money line, or they consistently are warriors when it comes to cashing tickets for us. We'll get into all of that uh, later on in the the show, and then money line dice roll as well. We'll wrap things up. Our mag sidebar, we'll talk some more Packers stuff. We'll talk a little bit of the lone action game on the slate tonight. We actually got two action games. I'm sorry. We can't bet on one because we are in Illinois. Then we'll talk about uh, Central Michigan and uh, also Western Michigan. Uh, we'll get into all that nonsense. We will uh, do the always important TTL announcements. A uh, couple of key things you guys need to be aware of. So stick around for the end of the show. And then I'll wrap it up with my motivation minutes. Got the usual quote of the month coming at you. So hope you're ready to rock and roll with that. Um, outside of that, anything else I missed partner? Was not thinking, did not say yet. I know there's one more little piece here that I do need to get to, but anything else?
1: Uh, No, sir. I don't believe so. I, I've felt like oh michael thomas is out for the season we can get into God. that later that was the other news i all the other news that has happened today has been overshadowed in my brain by uh package <laughs> news so uh, <laughs> hey
0: well i will do the work on that in for us today my friend don't you worry so all that being said uh also i'll mention it but I always like to mention at the top of the show wise words episode number mm-hmm. nine it's wise words wednesday episode number nine is dropping at 12 p.m central standard time but an hour and 50 short minutes away So, there you go, there's your reminder. For now, cut the nonsense, quit the drama, quit the banter that you could go to every other sports media outlet and get and stick around for the second half of this show for you come to the first half of this show for the stone cold locks, picks, insights and analysis and running tickets to the window with the TTL crew all day and night long. So without further ado, my friends, it is time to get into the first segment of the day with... The new addition, one of my new favorite things we have here on the show, the beautiful ticker. Without further ado, let me tee it up. It's time for RMAG's best bets of the day. Please turn your volume way up. Get ready to have nothing but stone-cold insights and knowledge just flying your way in hyperspeed. And as always, hey, partner, you have
1: the floor. All right, I appreciate you, my friend. As you mentioned, I've got two NBA plays coming at you today, one dog, one favorite. I'll start with the underdog today. We are going to the Raptors and Wizards matchup. I'm taking the dog in this one. The Raptors plus three and a half on the road in D.C. These teams played on opening night and the Wizards took care of them, winning by about 15 outright. I'm not taking too much stock into that. I'm not taking too much stock into opening night or any opening week games in the NBA as far as uh, these bets or the rest of the season is concerned because the Raptors are starting to find their stride partner. They're 4-0 uh, oh straight up, 3-1 and one ATS their last four games. And it's their defense that's rising to the occasion. And unlike the opening week, because their defense actually has been playing solid all season, unlike opening week, their offense is starting to do enough to support those defensive ep- efforts. I mean, the Raptors held the Wizards to 98 points in the opening night. If you hold the team under oh, excuse me, if you hold the team under 100 points, typically a good recipe to win that game. Now the offense is actually finding their stride and putting up a competent amount of points to support that defensive effort. Raptors, so far, last four games, 4-0 four ATS as a road dog, last four games as a road dog, I apologize, and I think people are still underestimating this team, uh, Raptors team, based off what we saw last year, and so far, uh, kind of a wheel-spinning effort to start the season, if you look at the full season, but as I mentioned, they're starting to get rolling. And I think people are buying a little too much into this early season success of the Warriors, or excuse me, of the Wizards. I think we're going to see a little regression here because their offense has been solid, but I don't think it's sustainable. I think we're going to see a similar team that we saw last year that, at points is going to, it was with Russell Westbrook, and I don't think they're going to have that driving force to really push them through and have that grindy, you know, balls-to-the-wall effort from someone like that. I think we're going to see some serious regression here, and the Raptors are going to take care of that 3.5. I like them to get the outright win, but if you're giving me the extra 3.5-point cushion in the game that I think is going to be pretty close, I'll take the points all day long, partner. So first bet for me, Raptors plus 3.5.
0: Love it. I uh, absolutely love the Raptors as a uh, road puppy. And uh, one thing we forgot to do, um, well, I, I cool. as my, not we, I will take full credit for this, I forgot to do, to me, to you, to all you beautiful people out there sipping the Black Elixir of the Gods on this gorgeous Wednesday of bets, take your sip, and I'm not even going to hold on, wait, hesitate, delay. As soon as we do, partner, get the fuck on with it, pal.
1: All righty. Bang, bang. I, uh, I have to admit, oh! I, don't, I finished my coffee this morning, but I had to Uh-oh. go back and get the uh, coffee right meow. Okay. cha <laughs> feels,
0: chop feels. Both of us proud uh, cat dads. So, yeah, uh, of 150%. It's
1: not my coffee mug, but, uh, you know, I'm supporting it for the.
0: Hey, hey, don't lie hey. to me. Lie to the mirror, pal. Uh, all right. yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough.
1: <laughs> all right. So, second imagine I've got a favorite this time around. I'm going to the Warriors and Hornets matchup. This one is in Golden State. I'm taking the Warriors and laying the points minus six against the Charlotte Hornets. I think this number is here, right here, to draw people into the Warriors. I've been a big backer the last couple of years of the Hornets in spots like these. Mm. But it's spots like these where you think, ah, oh, that's just a few too many points for this uh, Hornets team. There's a reason they set it that high, and I think it's to entice people to take the plus six with a scrappy underdog team. But on the Hornets offense has been good. Their offense has been... Fairly efficient, but I think the difference in this game is going to be the lack of defense from the Hornets' side of things uh, up against the Warriors' offense. As far as effective field goal percentage goes this season so far, effective field goal percentage uh, factors in the different weights of different shots. So as far as just a straight up percentage that you see in two point percentage, three point percentage, it factors all the different weights into it. Warriors on offense are sixth this season, Charlotte's seventh. So both teams uh, have been uh, you know shooting effective and efficient shots. But on the defensive side, Warriors are 10th in effective field goal percentage allowed. Charlotte's all the way down at 26th. So they have not been Mm. able to stop the important shots, the three-point shots at the right times. And I think that's really going to show out here tonight. If you take out the year the Warriors were without Steph in 2019 and 2020, Warriors are 5-2-1 ATS, their last eight against Charlotte. The Charlotte team is also one that Steph Curry himself, absolutely dominates throughout his entire career he's one of this is one of four teams where he averages at least 27 points per game or more and if you want to take stock in this or not this is no this was just the cherry on top of this one steph curry's father is the color commentator del curry for the hornets Mm -hmm. every single time steph Mm -hmm. curry has whether he goes to charlotte or his papa comes into golden state he shows out in front of his dad and it's if you don't want to take stock into it maybe it's a coincidence i don't think so i think steph treats this as uh obviously not as a playoff game like he would other ones but as far as i want to put my best out there tonight in front of my dad i don't want to look stupid in front of my dad uh like i said not uh it's the cherry on top it's not one of my true analysis as far as this i I would take this bet if that wasn't baked into this but i think it bears mentioning and it's a nice little uh cherry on top of the little sprinkles on top of the warriors minus six sunday here I absolutely love it. I uh, I totally forgot that Del
0: Curry uh, was one of the color commentators now, so that uh, that definitely put the cherry on top for me, too. You know, Steph wants to roll out there. Maybe he has one of those MVP triple-double 40, 50, 60-point nights, and they take care of the Hornets with ease. I think that's yep. kind of what I'm seeing. I uh, was a little tentative pre-show, but I think you got me over to uh, laying the six here with the Golden State Warriors. So absolutely love it, love partner. It. Two plays coming from
1: you. Anything else you need to uh, dish out, drop down, lay out, anything in between? No, sir. I uh, Like I said, I'm a big fan of betting on the uh, on the Hornets, but uh, this is not the spot for them. And, uh, you know, I'll be right back on them after this, I have to imagine. Agreed. 150%
0: agreed with that statement. All right. Well, there you go. There you have it. We'll recap them here shortly, but all of our mags' best bets of the day. Let's get into the second segment of the day, my friends, with my... Best bets of the day. Now, uh, two coming at you from me as well. Don't you call me a homer on the first one. Think it's got a lot of value. And uh, the second one here, you're going to have to, uh, trust me as well, going to have to have a little coyons, But it is very, very fishy, and I think we're on the right side. So, play number one coming from me. Don't you dare call me a homer. I'm going to the matchup between the Chicago Bulls and the Philadelphia 76ers, and you bet your bottom dollar. I'm taking the Chicago Bulls plus two and a half. Four-star play for me here today. I would make it five, but uh, eh, still a couple of little question marks here and there. Are the Bulls really this good? I'm waiting for them to let me down, but I just don't think it's going to happen here. And I actually think that this line is completely wrong. I think that the Bulls should be favored. In this spot and because of a couple key reasons. Number one is injuries. No Danny Green, no Tobias Harris tonight. That makes me a lot more confident in some of the playmakers on the Bulls being able to get going, get running with some of those defensive presence like Green and Harris off of the floor for the Sixers tonight. The Bulls do not have uh, Preston Williams now. Obviously, he's out for the season, but what they have been able to do is backfill his position really nice. First time uh, they were kind of getting underneath him that first half against the Celtics on Monday. It looked really bad. It was like, holy shit, is this what's going to happen? Second half, they found that chemistry. I think they continue to build upon that in the game here today. I think Chicago's defense shows up in Philadelphia. Fifth in points per game allowed. Ninth in field goal percentage allowed. And 16th in three-point field goal percentage allowed. I believe they are going to lock down the Sixers Sixers tonight. Play Clamps McClamperson, if you will. Chicago free ball is actually also a key thing I'm looking at here. They're third in three-point field goal percentage in the league right now, partner, and all of you beautiful people watching. They are absolutely knocking down the shots from behind the arc, and that is going up against the Philadelphia 76ers tonight, who hold the 21st best defense in three-point field goal percentage allowed. So I think the Bulls are raining threes, hallelujah, all Ooh. night <laughs> long. One final thought for me before I get into a couple trends. Uh, Chicago holds some key edges in spots that I always look at or stats I always look at. Total defense, love to see it. Rebounding and turnover. So, three key spots that the Bulls hold significant edges over the 76ers, and I think tilts the game in favor of them tonight. But I will gladly scoop up the two and a half, especially with some key trends. The Bulls, six and one ATS this season, three and oh ATS on the road, compared to the Sixers, who are four and three ATS, two and two ATS at home. Sixers, once again, are being extremely overvalued, and I think the Bulls take care of it with these because they're 4-0 ATS, last four on one day's rest. They're also 5-1 ATS, last six road games, and 5-2 ATS, last seven, following a straight-up win of 10-plus points. Not to mention the Sixers, 1-4 ATS, last five, following an ATS win, and 0-5-1 ATS in their last six versus a team with a winning percent above 600 I can't believe I even just said that about our Bulls in the month of November, but let's fucking go. First best bet of the day coming from me, Chicago Bulls, plus two and a half. I love it. Bulls are back, baby. Bulls are back, baby. All right, let's keep it moving. Keep it grooving. Next best bet of the day. We're not taking a spread. We're taking the money line. We're going to the matchup between the Los Angeles Clippers and the Minnesota Timberwolves. And you thought wrong. We're taking the Minnesota Timberwolves money line. Maybe you were already thinking that, but I doubt it. Because raise your hand if you have heard today, or maybe you've even thought yourself. The Los Angeles Clippers are only a pick against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Are you kidding me? Give me all of that. Well, my friends. I'm here to tell you that that is exactly what the books want you to think. And this line has actually flipped uh, to plus one uh, in favor of the Wolves at open. Make everybody think, oh, now it's the sharp side. Now the Clippers, oh, minus one, they flipped. That's where you need to be. Unfortunately... I don't think it matters. I will uh, talk about playing the uh, one point here uh, down in the, a little bit later in my analysis, but I don't think it's going to matter whatsoever. I think the uh, T-Wolves are going to handle business here, and that's why I'm taking the money line. Injuries, again, loom large for me in this matchup. No Marcus Morris and no Serge Ibaka. That means to me that Paul George is going to have the weight of the world on his shoulders. Now, I'm not saying he's not a great player, but he's got to score every point, he's got to get every rebound, he's got to get every assist, and he also has to be the floor general. Now, I'm sorry, but some of his supporting cast, i.e. Reggie Jackson, Nicholas Batum, just haven't been those guys that they need to be and step up in the absence of some of these quality key starters. Not to mention, there's a key injury that... uh, I'm taking a look at over on the Minnesota side of the ball partner. And I don't know if you know about a young man named Patrick Beverly oh. from Wabonzi Valley. If you do uh, so recall where he played basketball. Um, no I, 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 I do say because hey, yeah. he has been out for a few games nursing a little bit of an injury, but he's fucking back tonight. And Oh, who did he play for last season? oh that's right the los angeles clippers can you say revenge game my friend you best believe it give me a pat Bever revenge game he might drop 30 points on their do pieces tonight i don't know oh, about, why I, yeah i don't hey, know about hey this ain't your fucking this hey, ain't your sorry, fucking sorry, analysis sorry, sorry, sorry. stay over there pal and i'll continue. he was disrespected he was dis- hey he, so was he was disrespected and that's hey if I'm it, it, and, and i'm saying 30 points so he okay. might drop 30 points tonight <laughs> either way also on the opposing side are on that same side of the ball. I fucking love it. Minnesota's defense is dirty, boys and girls. They're mm-hmm. dirty. They're eighth in the league in points per game allowed, fourth in field goal percentage allowed and third in 3-point field goal percentage allowed. That is going up a clip against the Clippers offense. 26th in total points, 26th in field goal percentage, and 26, 22nd from behind the arc. Give me all of Minnesota to lock down, Minnesota's defense rather, to lock down the Clippers here today. And not to mention... The Clippers' offense is really, 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 really struggling. That's why I even more think that the Timberwolves' defense is going to shine here today. Last three games, the Clippers have scored 99 in a win against Oklahoma City, 92 in a loss against Portland, and 79 in a loss against Cleveland. That's right. I read that to you correctly. I think their offensive woes continue, and we see an easy win here for the Timberwolves. I'm predicting the six to eight point win here. Once again, as I did a, a previous play yesterday, I think that's right where it's going to be here for the T wolves, but you don't believe me. Believe the trends since now the Clippers are favored. Found some key trends for that, that it's flipped very, uh, Interesting spot for them to be in. They are one and four ATS, their last five overall, one and four ATS last five on one day's rest. And two and four ATS last six versus the Western Conference. You look back historically and you're like, oh my gosh, the, everything's in favor of the Clippers. Well, sure, but that's just history. Right now, these two teams are in completely different. Wavelengths, T Wolves, Clippers, give me the young spry wolves, Anthony Edwards, Carl Anthony Towns to just stiff it to the old dogs here tonight. So for my second best bet of the day,
1: Minnesota Timberwolves, money line. I love it. I didn't mean to push back on the thirty points. I was just about to say that I think <laughs> you know, he's gonna put balls to the wall on the defensive end and shut everyone down, whoever he needs to shut <laughs> I down. Love it. But the last part, I I know everyone has seen all the highlight plays from Anthony Edwards. I don't think people have watched the Wolves enough to realize the type of actual impacts that he makes on both ends without actual highlight plays. I mean, he has become one of my favorite players to watch, whether it's a highlight player or just – his basketball IQ because he's mm. starting to become a star in this league. So I love this one, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. I am not, mm-hmm. uh not uh fading you whatsoever. I'll be back in this one. Most definitely.
0: Wouldn't be surprised to uh even potentially see it flip by game time again. So, yeah. hey, I love this play. There you go. There you have it. My two best bets of the day. That's all I got for you on my side of the screen. Now, we got the next segment to get to. Two special plays, my friends. And that is... What's coming up next? Now, um, quick little, you know, I always love to plug uh, Wise Words. Wise Words, episode number nine, dropping at uh, 12 p.m. Central Standard Time uh, today. That reminded me, first guest ever we've had on, first time we've ever had connections with him. We got some mutual connections. That little tit-for-tat me and Mag just had there reminded me of just an absolutely electric tit for tat we had yeah. with this young man last night. <laughs> Max is looking like, fuck this shit. Buddy. It was, I'm over here dying, dying, dying. It was absolutely electric. No so uh, it's at the very end of the episode. Make sure you tune in. Episode number nine of Wise Words podcast Dropping 12 p.m. Central Standard Time today. I'll talk about it a little bit more, but let's get into third segment of the day, my friends. It's actually going to be a two parter With today's special plays, the Wednesday Warrior and the Wednesday Parlay pop-off. You see it scrolling down below there. Now, my friend, I'm going to digress to you because I know that this is one of your favorite teams outside of when we just get an opportunity to bet on it, outside of our Bulls as well. Now, they are a frequent flyer of this here Wednesday Warrior special play, and maybe we've already played them on this exact special play here this 2021-22 NBA season maybe they burned us but maybe we've been here before and we're ready to uh get them back to the pay window so Mm -hmm. partner without further ado would you be so kind as to indulge us who is or what
1: team is today's Wednesday Warrior special play Alrighty, so Wednesday Warrior, they did let us down last week, but we are not concerned. We are going to the Nuggets versus the Grizzlies, and we're taking the grit and grind. Memphis Grizzlies on the money line for the Wednesday Warrior. Another one that's real close. Don't know what it is at the that right this second as far as what the line is. It was right around minus one, minus one and a half this morning. But, you know, the Grizzlies defense has actually been a little concerning without Dylan Brooks. And I think they're going to see some positive regression, but in this specific matchup, even if it doesn't, this Nuggets offense partner has been absolutely nowhere to be found this season. It is so bizarre Nikola, jo- uh, Nikola Jokic can't do it all himself. Without Jamal Murray, his supporting cast on the offensive side has really been struggling. They don't have any single game so far this season scoring more than 110 points. That is absolutely unheard of for any type of successful team in the NBA, and they have they have not really been successful. They've been a little wheel spinning, uh, mm. been a little uh, under appreciated by the books. Three games under 100 points, and. I really think this Grizzlies uh, offense that has been really solid, a little bit uh, you know hit or miss the last couple of games like we had last week, but I think they're going to show out tonight. I think uh, John Moran is going to have a great game. Grizzlies actually beat them a couple days ago, and I think we're going to see a similar script. I am blanking on the final score. I want to say it was 106 to 97. I think both teams might be a little more higher scoring tonight here in Memphis. Uh, the last game was also in Memphis, but, you know, in Memphis uh, for Denver, it's just ha- has been a house of horrors for them. One in seven ATS last eight games in Memphis. So I love the Grizzlies to handle business tonight. I think the Nuggets offense is going to struggle once again. I mean, you look at the other night, you think, oh, maybe uh, Jokic just had a rough night. He was 23 Mm -hmm. points. He was like, you know, 65, 60% from the field. He did not have a bad game. He was just fine. The rest of his supporting cast is not doing it for him on the offensive end. And I think we see it again tonight. So give us the Grizzlies money line. You got anything else to add on this one, partner?
0: You were correct. Uh, 106-97 was the mm-hmm. last game in uh, Memphis that was on Monday. Uh, I see pretty much an exactly same identical thing happen here uh, with the Grizzlies being at home. You mentioned it, House of Horrors for yeah. the Mavericks when uh, they got to go in, or I'm sorry, the uh, Nuggets when they got go to go into to play the Grizzlies. 1-7, yeah, ATS last eight overall. And not to mention, just in meetings in general with the Grizzlies, 1-4-1, yeah. ATS last six overall. I'm not really buying it, my friend, and I'm also not buying Denver at it. As a dog, you uh, said right at the beginning, uh, not really sure where the lines are at across almost every single book on the market right now, at least the ones I follow from DraftKings to Pinnacle, to Bet Rivers to Bet MGM, they all have um, the Nuggets as plus one. Uh, there are a few that still have the Nuggets getting the hook at plus one and a half. So I am more than comfortable getting the money line. I don't think there's any uh, real need that we um, have to try and play for a one-point push. That kind of be what we're doing in this situation. So right. I'm all over the money line. And uh, closing thought to why I said um, Denver being a dog there, two and five ATS, last seven as an underdog overall and 0-5 ATS last five on one day's rest. So give me all of uh, the Grizzlies on the money line here. I know you absolutely love them too. They're our traditional
1: Wednesday warrior. Yeah, absolutely. And also a little similar to your Clippers play, not quite the same because people like Mm. the Grizzlies a little more. But, I mean, the public just opens up the book and sees the the Nuggets as a plus money underdog. Their eyes are going to light up on that one as well, unless you're a huge Grizzlies backer like we are.
0: Absolutely. So there you go. There you have it. That is our Wednesday Warrior, the Memphis Grizzlies money line. But my friends, you ask, "Hey, there's also the parlay pop-off." What is this? What what do you have cooked up? Well, I'm so glad you asked. We have a three-leg parlay. It is paying out at over 6 to 1 odds. Juicy, juicy, juicy. 10 bucks are going to win you 60 bucks. I mean, how how can you how can you ask for more than that? You want to maybe got a 20, 20 spot burning a hole in your pocket. You get a fresh 120, my friends. We are very confident in this one, but always gamble responsibly. Gamble within your units. The three legs on our parlay pop-off here today, my friends, we are taking... That aforementioned Wednesday Warrior, the Memphis Grizzlies on the money line. For my play, we're taking the Minnesota Timberwolves on the money line as well. Partner just mentioned, very similar play to uh, how uh, we see both of these ones going on tonight. And then the final leg, my partner's play. Toronto Raptors plus three and a half. Again, you parlay all three of those bad boys up. You're getting them right at six to one odds. Let's get that son of a gun to the pay window and get... Make it two in a row and get our classic Wednesday warrior, the Memphis Grizzlies, out of the slump and back to the doggone pay window. I cannot wait. I have already hammered them in. It's now time to give y'all an opportunity to do so as well. So without further ado, let me work my production magic here one final time, my friends, with today's best bets of the day. From the TTL crew for this absolutely gorgeous, beautiful, wonderful Wednesday of bets are now live on oh, your screen. A golden State ablaze. Look at it. It is absolutely gorgeous. My friends, as always. Turn your attention to the left side of your screen directly above us. You will see our Mags picks his two best bets coming at you. He has taken the Toronto Raptors plus three and a half and the Golden State Warriors minus six. Directly across from that right side of your screen, my two best NBA bets of the day. Don't you dare call me a homer. Chicago Bulls plus two and a half and the Minnesota Timberwolves on the money line. Turn your attention just below. Two special plays today. First one, Wednesday Warrior, bringing it back, frequent flyer, Memphis Grizzlies on the money line, and below that, the parlay pop-off, the combination parlay to give you a little bit extra juice, the Wednesday Warrior, Memphis Grizzlies money line, my play, the Minnesota Timberwolves money line, and R mags play, the Toronto Raptors plus three and a half, again, parlay those bad boys up, you're getting right around plus 6.05 odds, let's get it to the pay window, and last, but certainly not least. Lock them in, hammer them home, sprinkle a little bit of dough down, whatever you need to say. Just make sure you get today's TTL crew best bets of the day in just as you see them and whatever the current best line is on your favorite sports book. Okay, my friends, I love it. There we go. There we have it. Uh, the whole time was doing uh, Wednesday Warrior and Parlay pop off going below there. So no, that's all right. <laughs> I totally forgot to take that away, but there we go. There we have it. It's another chance to showcase the old ticker. Hey, absolutely love it. Now, you might also see here something else above us. First things first, Ooh. that does it for all of our best bets, all of our insights, all of our analysis. But we do have one final guest that needs to. Uh, grace us with their presence and that is the all-knowing cubicle objects that we refer to as the money line dice they are live on set on show my friend so let me take away the best bets of the day there you go you see them now what the role is if you saw it on there dallas and san antonio spurs Mavs and Spurs, both uh, kind of in some weird spots right now. We didn't really know what what type of value that we could find on this game, so we leave it in the hands of the dice, my friends. So, without further ado, once again, you just have to trust me. Believe that I am uh, being a truthful old guy over here throwing these dice, but first roll of the day, home or away, are we taking? Oh, first, let me set the quick stage. Oh, first, hold on. First... 2-0 Two
1: and zero day yesterday from the money line oh, dice and a a monster money line casher one of monster. it might be the biggest possibly the biggest money line winner that the dice has seen quite
0: possibly so they're feeling hot they're looking good they've had a uh, great week already now tonight's game Mavericks favored by minus one favored on the line flipped. It is now flipped so now they're they are 1. the 0. puppies uh pretty much a pick them one point. And then the game total is still or still not at 216. Still 216. Okay, so there you go. The stage is set. Now back to it, my friends. Are we taking the home team San Antonio Spurs? Or are we going with Luca and the boys, the Dallas Mavs? We soon find out. In three, in two, in one. Home team. Home team. Home team. Pick it up and turn it. There you go. Home Alrighty. team. Home, home team, team, team Spurs. Okay, next roll. Moneyline or ATS? Are we going to get... Not really chalky either way. Just find out if we got to lay a point or if we're taking them straight up. In three, in two, in one. ATS. Okay. Home ATS. Oh, make sure I show you. Turn it out. Uh, uh. There we go. Home ATS. And last but not least, wild card roll. Are we doubling down for the second day in a row... Are they saying, hey, we messed up, or uh, well, we got a target on the total here today? Well, Dice, we ask for your help, and we all find out in three, in two, in one. Home ATS. Oh, double down, baby. D fuck down. Home ATS, I know that one's a little bit difficult, uh, more difficult to see. Either way, home ATS, home ATS. You guys just have to... Uh, Trust me all the way. I'll do one final show, and you can't really see it all too well there. I'll figure out uh, another way to uh, to show you guys that nonsense. But home, ATS for today's money line dice roll.
1: Spurs minus one.
0: The dice have spoken.
1: If you want
0: a guaranteed, take one ticket to the window tonight. No questions asked. No qualms. No quarries. We will hear none of the bullshit. Lock in right now. The San Antonio Spurs. Minus one. Doubled down by the Moneyline Dice. I love it. Thank, thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you Dice. The usual thank you ASMR play too. Hey, yeah, thank you for the two. Hey, give us another cashier today. We appreciate you know. the hell out of you. Let me, uh put them to bed here so they're I back resting nice and easy i can get behind it mavs have been a goofy goofy team so far yes they have and i uh, i can definitely get behind it as well so let me make my note we are taking spurs minus one double down okay my friends there you go there you have it that was, oh, totally forgot to put it up. Hey, hey. There it is. There <laughs> you have it. Uh, hey, we're still working out this new uh, yeah, new software, go. new production shit. Either way, had, uh, had that up during the other one. But hey, there you go. That was the Moneyline Dice Roll of the day. You see it there in the ticker. Now- we got uh, about 20 minutes here till the top of the hour. We'll do some nonsense, some back and forth banter, a little bit what's uh, going on in the world of sports and sports gambling. So without further ado, that does it for all of today's best bets of the day, our best bets, the Moneyline Dice best bets. If you're just here for the first half of the show, peace and love. But hey, second half of the show, let's kick it on back. Let's get a little weird. And let's talk some shit. So first things first. I mean, get that bad boy updated it's time for our sidebar the usual banter a little bit of ttl announcements so as always let's kick things off hey partner anything burning on the brain melting on the heart festering on the soul you have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode number 155 on this beautiful november 3rd 2021.
1: I don't have anything crazy, partner. I'm just interested to have some uh, open conversations about what the hell's going on in the sports world. Uh, for, uh, let's, uh, you know, let's kick it off with uh, the college football playoff rankings. How about that? Ooh, Those yeah. came out yesterday, and uh, you first know, a lot things Had thoughts. A lot of people had thoughts. Go ahead. First things
0: first. What fucking world are the Oregon Ducks the number four team in the nation?
1: No. What? What am I missing? I mean, the way I see it, I think they're really just positioning themselves to the point where they aren't going to pull some goofy stun at the end to where it's going to totally flip things. Like I think if the season ended right now today, I think Cincinnati would be in that top four. But if you put Cincinnati in the top four right now, and then they go undefeated, you can't then remove them based off you know, not nothing of their own fault. And mm. so I think there's a very real scenario where there's gonna be four or five teams that pass up Cincinnati based off their resume and I think that's by, fucking the, end bullshit. Of things, by the end of things. And I, and I, I, I guess bullshit. I get it, but I, I just I've I seen this so many so many I don't. times. I know. I get what you're saying is what I mean. I I get what you're saying. No, I, yeah,
0: I know. I, I don't get, that's
1: what I'm saying. Like I don't get it because I sat and
0: I listened to Robert Griffin, the third talk this morning and so many people just boo booed him and oh, that's not shout out my guy, Bobby triple sticks. I'm with you, dude. Like he was like, basically what the rankings showed me is that no power five school is ever going to have a fucking opportunity to get into the college football group of five. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just how it's going to be because right now, Oregon shouldn't even be in the top 10. No, that, that. The sea, that's where yeah. is all, all <laughs> yeah. get out and they lost to Stanford. Ohio right. State should not be in the top 10. They shouldn't even have the opportunity to be playing for the fourth spot. They are not the same Ohio State. And you can't look me in the eyes and tell me they are. There's no way they There's a lost difference between... to Oregon in the shoe. That's it doesn't fair. matter what they've done since. And I know you're about to beat the drum of, oh, they're going to run the table. They're about to get in it. Fuck that. Both of those two teams need to be way behind Cincinnati. Cincinnati, sure, they've had the tight games, the tight come yeah. behind. Whatever. They're a playoff team. You're going to put Michigan State in there, then you are 150% going to have to put Cincinnati in there. That's Bush League yeah.
1: beyond like said, unrepair. If the season ended today, I would 100% agree with you. But do you agree with me as far as if they put Cincinnati at four, they can't then remove them if they go undefeated? And because I think... Georgia and Alabama, there's a real, very, very, very real scenario where Georgia loses to Alabama in the SEC championship. They both have one win. 100% chance both of those teams are getting in with one loss. 100% chance, no questions mm-hmm. asked. Mm-hmm. If Ohio State or Michigan State run the table, if Michigan's undefeated or Michigan State's undefeated or even if Ohio State, that wouldn't include a win over Michigan, a win over Michigan State, and whoever they beat in the Big Ten championship, which is going to be a good team. 100% getting in, no questions asked. What if asked. they don't beat them in the big game? That's 10 fine. If they don't, then that's a different story. That's a totally different story. Hmm. I'm just saying, if that happens, they're totally getting in, which is a very real possibility. Same thing with Oklahoma. If Oklahoma runs yeah. the table and is undefeated, they're 100% getting in, no questions asked. So that's why I say, if the season ended, ended today, I think Cincinnati would be in and they deserve to be in yesterday's rankings. But then if they run the table themselves, you can't then remove them after having put them in and you know they're basically just preparing people for for that because if you put them in and all the that exact scenario that i said which i guess it's not you know certain by any means but i think it's a good chance that that happens those four teams would get in no questions asked regardless of what else happens in the country
0: yeah and that's just uh that's unacceptable in my eyes like that and there's and something fair. something needs to change because like even even though i'm like ah, oh, you know how much i love my tide great it's awesome to see them for number one every year but Even to an extent, I don't think they should be guaranteed 100% lock as they always are. They're not the same Bama. I sit sit there and I watch every game. They're not the same Bama team. Now, Georgia, lock at number one. They're destroying everybody. Their defense is on point. They are that team. It doesn't matter who's under center, uh, JT Daniels or uh, Stetson Bennett, either one of them, they're going to get the job done. Michigan State, I think they deserve to be up there. I still think people are throwing shade at them. I still think that not enough people are even giving them respect for the Paul Bunyan
1: win this past yeah, weekend. So I wrong. think that's good. But man, oh man. Oh Oregon, man, though, oh man. I, I, I'm, I don't know how Oregon gets no, in, into the yesterday's ranking, no, though. That's, that's where ridiculous. I'm like...
0: That is ridiculous. Um, Oklahoma, to me does not deserve to be one of the top 10 teams. And I agree with you that uh, if it all shakes out how it will, they're going to be one of the, the last four uh, in the playoff. But they don't deserve to be there. They're not the same team that they have been. They are not. They had to bring in Caleb Williams because their their
1: stud, we all know, is not playing as he should be playing. So
0: I don't know, man. I, so I
1: As far as Oklahoma and Ohio State not being what they typically are, I fully agree with you on all of that but the rest of these teams three and down they're not i don't haven't seen anything from them to convincingly put them where they are as well so i push back on you when you you say that those two teams aren't top 10 teams cuz i 100% agree with you they're not as good as they have been the past 5 to 10 years i 100% agree with you on that mm-hmm. but i do still think they're the third and fourth best team in the country
0: yeah, I, I I could agree with you to an extent, um, but yeah, I don't I don't want to I don't want to see Oklahoma in that like That's Oklahoma fair. Oklahoma I'm not will get I'm their hold on, hold on hold on hold yeah, on hold yeah. <laughs> on Oklahoma will get their teeth kicked in if they play Georgia oh, yeah. or if they yeah. play Alabama. It's 1,000%. no shot in the dark. I don't need to see that. I don't need to see that. So they shouldn't be in the top ten. You know, I shouldn't even be sniffing any of that because we know that they would get their shit kicked in. Oregon would get their shit kicked in. Michigan I think State else would, would get their shit kicked in. Everybody would. Besides, in my mind, honestly, Cincinnati. Cincinnati puts up a shot and a half in my just, mind. And I just, I do not understand why they still get so much shade. They've pulled it off. They've come from behind. It's just because of the slow start of how they start overall uh, in every single game. And everybody's just worried that they wouldn't be able to overcome it. I, I think they personally could. And I think it would be
1: great Fair for enough. football to see. Them I in think the, I would love to see them in. I, I'm not trying to sound like I, I just send like having seen the college football playoff over the last five or so years, I just kind of feel like I can see what's kind of coming, but I hope I'm wrong. Cause I'd love to see Cincinnati in there. Oh, yeah, it's not going to happen. It's going to be – it's 150% going to be <laughs> Alabama,
0: Georgia, Oklahoma, and you make your pick on the fourth. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's what it's going to be. It, it's regardless. So, I mean, it's fun. It's nice to debate and anticipate and deliberate what should be. But, uh, unfortunately, I'm on the wrong side of the coin, and there's no we fucking way 18. any of that is ever going to happen. We need an 18 playoff. Fuck that. We need 16. 16 ah, and make it, make it a month. Everybody loves college football sure. anyway. Fuck it. Why not? Yeah. You know? yeah, the more the merrier, man. That's what I'm saying. All right. So there's – uh. College football problem solved with uh, the rankings in the world. What else you got? Uh, I mean, should we address the Uh-oh. elephant in the room? Uh-oh. Uh oh. yeah. A Rose, hundred percent out for Sunday. Got uh, that old son of a bitch Rona, Uncle COVID, knocking at his door.
1: And you apparently, see your look on
0: your face, man. It looks like somebody well, shot your puppy dog. What's up? Well,
1: apparently, I said I'm going to be in Green Bay next Sunday for Packers Seahawks. Apparently, which I, I, you know, oh, I imagine shit. he's there earliest he can come back due to the current protocol is Saturday, the day before next Sunday's game as well, which right I mean, optimistically I'm gonna say Wait, okay, how, he'll be ready to rock. How would that be? Does he apparently he's he... unvaccinated, so that's oh, why he, he did the he did the old facciachy. The, yeah. the old right. <laughs> so as far as where Adams last week was like, Okay, if you pass two tests within twenty four hours, so it doesn't matter. So for him right now it doesn't matter. It's the same as uh, what Alan Lazard was last week. So uh, I'm optimistic that'll he'll be back for uh, mm. that game that I'll be back at. but uh, otherwise it's gonna be uh, you know, a nice look at uh, what our future is or isn't. So I uh, mean, if we'll it
0: see. with it being Roge... I don't put it by him to be able to come back, log a little bit of something, something on Saturday, and then just trot into fucking Lambeau. Yeah, I'm not concerned about that if he's ready to go. But I am kind of concerned about that because as somebody who has battled Uncle COVID, it fucking changes your ass, dude. And especially as an athlete, it ain't no joke. Even if this is a mild case, whatever the case might be. It is no joke. It messes with your lungs. It messes with your stamina. It messes what you do. We saw it with Cam Newton um, last, last year. And, year, and yeah. me and you both banged the fucking drum on that. It was like, oh, Cam sucks. Cam sucks. This and that. I'm like, he got COVID in week five and then had to come back and lead a team that was just not that all around good anyway. So, yeah. That would be I the guess only that, thing that would concern me.
1: But optimistically, I have I was just like, oh, he, he probably doesn't have bad. No, it's, it's Raj, it's Raj, <laughs> I know. Yeah. optimistically that whatever you just said wasn't in my head whatsoever, so now I am uh, con- consider me actually concerned after what you just put into my head. Devil's advocate,
0: yeah, yeah. It, it it's definitely worth something. It's definitely <laughs> I worth mean, noting because my yeah. happy ass for a good month after, I'd get tired walking from the yeah. fucking couch to the refrigerator. Yeah, you had it. Yeah, a you had enough. You had Ooh, it rough. It got Stop me, me It got I me. I mean,
1: maybe, Ooh. maybe it'll come out the next couple of days. He was on McAfee's show, looking fine yesterday, though. Yeah, so. that, that's that's what's interesting. So, yeah. who knows? Um, we're not pointing fingers, but
0: maybe it was a backup quarterback's fault. What bangers. the fuck Practice are we doing? Going, what know, are we dude. doing? uh either way we can't pin that on him without (laughs) Hey, tough break tough break for the Packers seems uh old uncle COVID's been having its way
1: with uh the Lambeau faithful this year so far so like I said I will stick to if I if you said you have to miss one game with of Aaron Rodgers what's your pick I said I, I I guess this one against an AFC team I guess Quite possibly, I guess that would be I, my pick. I be yeah,
0: my pick, I, I, I could get down with that, and also like the Chiefs just haven't been the Chiefs in yeah, general. Like, so <laughs> if potentially call me crazy, you get... but I'll have some weird optimism that they can do it with Jordan Love, honestly. And what what Joe Barry has been able to do with this defense just out of nowhere has me completely, pu- I thought it was the, the wheels were going to fall off last yeah. week. We yeah. we had, here's the setup, and I don't know the exact guy's name, and I should know that, and I should be able to, to pull that, and maybe you can help me out here, Max, but they had the defense or the linebackers coach, or defensive back coach, whatever one, he would get a formation call, he would relay that to a secondary coach, who would then pair that formation with a specific either package, either zone or blitz right. or man, whatever. And then he would combine that and shoot that out to whoever's helmet he was on the field, tell yeah. him the play, and then that some bitch gives the play to everybody on the field. Now, if right. you don't, the first thing that came to my mind is kindergarten. Think about it. Telephone. We used to, we used to play the fucking telephone <laughs> game all the time. Me. I'd be out there on that field, <laughs> confuses all the motherfuck. We'd be running a blitz when they needed a fucking cloud three look, a deep cover yeah. two. I don't fucking know. Hey,
1: I can't believe they did it. I can't believe they did it. Blew my yeah, mind. Uh, so, yeah, like I said, I'm going to have some weird optimism that they can still get it done. Uh, maybe the books knew something we did as far as mm. that because the Packers, we were like, why are the Packers a short underdog here to the Chiefs? Yeah, which the would fuck be they already know. wild if they That's knew that. Wild. I guess we'll see what the line <laughs> movement it is here. I, I guess yeah. maybe I mean, I'll, I'll pull it up right now if we want to. But uh, I'll have some weird optimism because I mean, you know, Jordan Love. It was, it was, yeah, a rookie, but he didn't look horrible. Oh, plus seven and a half. Holy shit! It's already at plus seven. It and is a plus half. seven and a half. Plus Holy eight on DraftKings. Fuck. Good, well, you great. missed the boat. You missed
0: the boat on that one, kids. Give it um, to me. Yeah, I don't. I uh, yeah. You're. I, that's that's a little. That's a little delusional, kids. That's a little delusional. Me. Let the they pack of fans Jones, be excited, AJ be half Hey, hey, what? Hey, hey great. Adams is back. Awesome, awesome. They don't have a field general, and you cannot look me in the eyes and tell me Jordan
1: Love is going to be a field general. He's going to be enough of a field general against this broken-ass Chiefs team. If it was a, a team that's playing well, yeah, I'd be shitting my pants. But uh. um,
0: Latest and greatest out of the G-Men organization, New York City football giants, Saquon Barkley, uh, not spotted at practice. He is dealing with that ankle injury, but there is no word, as this might be a COVID-related issue as well. So old Uncle COVID might be fucking up the league right now. Um, let's see. A uh, little something coming out here about OBJ, yeah, That's what I was hoping you were so going we'll to. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit about this. Um, obviously, OBJ Senior, um, hashtag I'm Hurt FR, I'm Hurt, hashtag this is crazy, hashtag talked that show first. yesterday, I think, right? Yeah, hashtag yeah. love my son, hashtag father first for real. All that being <laughs> said, um, he makes an Instagram post with about a million and one of those hashtags yesterday of basically somebody had made this YouTube video of targets. And if you've ever watched game film, you can throw a target yeah. on somebody target on OBJ and a target yeah. on Baker. Every single time OBJ was wide open in the middle of the field, whether it was in the flat a deep seven route at deep nine, whatever the case might be. And he posted that entire clip compilation. And so that sent the media world ablaze. Obviously that's going to play into a lot of this and like, being the, the the world we live in now, which is like how fast social media and everything is now, like it, it, it's shit's gonna the cart's gonna be in front of the horse right. more oftentimes than not, for lack of a better term. But that all happens. Then you see Stefanski at the podium trying to back talk and say, "Oh, it's on me. Let's keep this off of the players, whatever." Well, now you see that. My thought is there's no way that there can't be locker room turmoil now, and right. it has been the maybe I guess downfall is the right word downfall of OBJ's career that he has seen as this distraction, as this nuisance as somebody who brings bad things to the culture and the Browns have started to change everybody's opinion of that. And like, we really love him. He's a great locker room guy. Nobody says that he's just out for now, whatever he comes back. It's going to be great. He comes back. I don't want to say he's less than a hundred percent, but he's not a hundred percent. Let's be honest. Maybe, Baker not being 100% too plays into even more of that. But he's not classic OBJ. And, yeah. you know, you can't tell me he's going to go on the free agent market right now and somebody's going to pay him $10, $15, 20000000 million. It's just not going to happen at this point right. in his career. He's battled too many injuries. And now you can almost fucking solidify the fact that he's a locker room issue and he's a culture nuisance. And that's not, right. that's not something you want. But I don't know. I digress. It's kind of crazy. Uh, what the hell? I don't know. What are your thoughts on that one?
1: Yeah, I mean, as far as OBJ, if if he was pissed about his dad doing that, he would have been immediately like, hey, guys, like, I didn't have any part of that. Like, fuck that. Like, I don't know what my dad is on. It's not like a LeVar Ball situation where, you know, his son's going to be like, hey, guys, you know how my dad is. Like, right. I, I didn't say this. If right. he wanted to show up the situation, he would have. And if he's skipping out on practice today, they have to be dealing with it in some way. And, I mean, people were talking to me like, would you want OBJ and the Packers? All these news media outlets, OBJ to the Packers. I don't want him for any less than $3 million, honestly. Like, mm, a, from a mm, pro- production mm, standpoint, and B, obviously if he's there, you know, he's probably not going to be complaining about Aaron Rodgers not throwing him the ball. But, right. cause it's a totally different story, but I don't really want him. I don't really want
0: him. No, I, I don't blame you in that regard. Um, Something else I wanted to take stock of, uh, the Dallas Cowboys have announced that Tyron Smith probably won't be playing left tackle um, as well, just kind of keeping it steaming here. Um, this is very interesting because they are 10 point favorites at home against the Denver Broncos. Mm. Now we know the Denver Broncos are dead. What does their win last week against the football team really mean? I don't think anything, but they did look really, really bad. They being the Dallas Cowboys in the second half, when Tyron Smith went out, that running game looked even worse. And uh, I mean, Denver's defense hasn't been great. I don't know. It hasn't been terrible. I want to say actually, but. I don't know how much the loss of Von Miller contributes to some type of no veteran presence, or are they going to still be able to stop the run? So something to think about there. Ten points just seems like way too fucking many for me, if I'm being honest. I know the Cowboys took care of business again last week, (laughs) so it's just like, what do you do at this point? But I was scrolling through, and I saw that update,
1: and without Tyron in the second half last week, that running game couldn't get going whatsoever. Right. I, like you said, I, I'm not sure if this is going to be a stay away from me because going into last week, I basically buried the Denver Broncos and mm-hmm. they, and like you said, what is that win against the Washington football team? I think that's the key word. And yeah. I, I certainly am not going to be in the spot where we're fading the Cowboys, at least against this Denver team, if they are still what I think they are. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we'll be back in the Cowboys or if I'll be back in the Cowboys or not. Certainly not going to be back in the Denver Broncos in this spot, though. Uh, A couple other announcements, I agree with you there as well, or uh, NFL updates.
0: Um, No sign of Kyler Murray or um, DeAndre Hopkins today at Arizona Cardinals practice. Uh, We talked about it with our guest of the day for today's Wise Words, episode number nine, dropping at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time in but a brief hour and two minutes. Uh, Talked about um, this team with him yesterday, and um, I was like, what the hell's up with the line? What are you seeing here? And he kind of mentioned something about Kyler. Now, obviously, Kyler's probably still going to play regardless, but it's never a good sign that he's has to have full, because that means right now he's getting treatment on that yeah. shoulder or whatever the case might be, and DeAndre is too. And the fact that DeAndre couldn't come in after that hamstring, son of a bitch, it might be the thing that he was nursing last year, and this might turn into a bad, bad, bad lingering issue. Yeah. So, updates at Arizona Cardinals.
1: Right, I was surprised they let him play on Thursday night. And honestly, I thought so, it would have been a good night to get him some rest, especially yeah. on that short week.
0: I agree. I agree. Um, big breaking news. Fantasy owners rejoice. CMC Christian McCaffrey designated to return from IR should be uh, ready to rock and roll here for this upcoming week, barring any uh, last
1: minute setbacks. I am uh, playing against him this week, so that's uh, obviously I'd love to see the guy, but uh, yeah. bad timing as far as I'm concerned. I took two rough losses
0: uh, back-to-back weeks. Uh, this last one, if you followed me on uh, Twitter, yeah, you started you started the season three and five or whatever the hell it was. I was doing so four, four you're, you're and four four now. You're getting, yeah, you're getting back in the action, and I've absolutely freaking fell off the last two weeks, which were not really good, so uh, we'll come back to that. Uh, we briefly touched on it, though. Yeah, Michael Thomas out for season as well. Um, had a reaggravation of that ankle injury or something additional with it, yeah. and he's out, so... Now you really see why Sean Payton sat there and said, "Yeah, uh, we were trying to get him to do this shit six, eight months ago, and now he's jacking around." I think they might have known this a little bit. He tried to uh, start warming up the motor, and bingo, bango, you see what the hell happens. Also, uh, no pin now. We oh, go ahead. We got. Oh, I think he. I. You're I. I. I think he's done with the Saints in general. Yeah, I think so too. Quite possibly. Um, another update no pin. Now we win hashtag go Hawks, Russell mm-hmm. Wilson back at practice and throwing. Um, he is eligible to return in week 10. So that'll be next week against your Packers, my friend. So, um, Outside of that, nothing crazy. Uh, my boy Joey Sly, hate to see it, got waived by the 49ers. Um, one of the best fantasy kickers over the last few seasons, and uh just has shit the bed in 2021. Yeah. So tease and peace to Joey. Hopefully uh find something there. Noah Fant hits the COVID 19 list, my friends. Um and outside of that, yeah. Um, one final thing on the OBJ news. Um he has um an absent absence from practice today per a league source. Additionally, uh, this is per Josina Anderson. Additionally, it is my understanding that OBJ was ready to attend practice per usual. S- for some reason, the Browns told him he was excused from practice today for some reason. So very so interesting. So they excused him? Yeah, but he was planning okay. to practice as per usual. So,
1: I mean, how do you just walk
0: back into that uh, locker room and practice field with the, just hey guys, well how's
1: it going? <laughs> that's
0: number 1. Number 2, I would not be surprised to see him waived sometime yeah. today. I would yeah. not be surprised to see that as the next update we get. He they get out of practice and he's waived, and why do I say that? Because then he hits the fucking free agent market and teams can pay the pennies on the dollar and that gets out the Browns out from underneath the 8 million dollars in dead cap so Browns might be playing this the smart smartest way they could have and maybe there was shit going on behind the scenes and this is their way to like okay we're going to keep it under the rug and next thing you know
1: OBJ's a Green Bay Packer who knows hey Yeah, I say I don't want him, but if I get news that he's there, I'll be like, he's back, he's back. Get the hell out (laughs) of here. You'd be losing your freaking mind for OBJ
0: on the Green Bay Packers. Give me a break. All right, Uh, NFL, um, pretty much everything there. Um, Two minutes after the hour, uh, just got a couple of announcements, and we'll hit you with some motivation minutes, get you out of here, get you ready for uh, Wise Words episode number nine. Uh, Once again, congratulations to the Atlanta Braves, your 2021 World Series, the fall classic champions. First time since 1995 when they had – My guy, Greg Maddox, in the rotation, cubby for life. I'll never forget, Uh, caught my first home run ball ever from the Derek Lee wearing a Greg Maddox jersey. So uh, two guys I will never forget and uh, some of my favorite cubbies of all time. So a little bit of nugget of knowledge, you know, about Colt there now. Um, All that being said... Got uh, soccer coming back around. Going to have some matchups I'm going to be looking at. I'm going to try and get back into that, my friend, because I was starting to see some things. And um, maybe potentially we have uh, a footy legend of sorts. Maybe grace us with his presence on the Wise Words pod. Who knows? Some things we might be working on. Who's to say? Uh, All that being said... NBA, uh, we'll have to be talking about that a lot. That's in full swings. College basketball, but a mere six days away. Starts next Tuesday. You better believe your boy and your boy are going to be absolutely juiced, ready, locked and loaded to dive right into I'm the juiced. season. I'm already uh, juiced. Same. I I am too. Uh, went through a handful of articles, rankings, different things last night. Just getting my juices flowing where I'm at we're going to hit the ground running. I know they tell you, hey, relax, be easy, but I love college basketball so much. I'm already kind of looking at these lines and like, you know, I, I'm I'm pretty damn confident in a lot of these here right off the bat. So let's go. Let's rock and roll. It's about to be college basketball season. We sleep in May. Yes, we do. All of that uh, being said, a couple announcements uh, outside of that, unless you had anything uh, left for your sidebar partner. No, sir. That'll do All it. Right. All right, uh, last couple announcements here, my friends. Uh, We have the uh, few blogs, all that nonsense. We got uh, my UFC pick blog, comes out every Saturday morning. We'll have that. Just want to remind you that. Our Mag's Extra Cheddar blog comes out on Sunday. He's probably going to want to do a little bit extra research on that bad boy, uh, see what he's got rocking and rolling there this week. And then uh, we'll have some additional blogs, um, some additional content we're working on too here as we get into – absolutely loaded time of the year when uh you wake up on a saturday morning and there's about 225 some odd fucking games you're about to go through oh baby i'm juiced uh we're working on some stuff in the background on that um hopefully we'll have that ready to rock and roll by next week two weeks here when everything starts really getting clipping so uh should be rocking and rolling there stay on the lookout for updates to new content we'll always drop it in the playlist we'll always keep you guys updated here so uh, make sure you stay locked in faux dat um outside of that one more reminder in, uh, but a brief hour and fifty-five minutes, or no, I'm sorry, but fifty-five minutes, not even hour, hey, oh. just fifty-five minutes. <laughs> wise words. Episode number nine drops uh, right here on this YouTube channel. Uh, will be available here first, and subsequently following right after immediately on uh, your favorite podcast director. You figured out a new way to uh, be able to pull the audio partner. Didn't tell you about that. Uh, hey, found a hey, hey, way hey. to do it a lot quicker, a lot faster. So, hey, well, you know my just bad. adding to the repertoire, uh, you guys will see that. Be sure to tune in for the drop, 12 p.m. Central Standard Time, Wise Words, episode number nine. Get your weekly dose of sports betting knowledge and insights from some of the most electric and brightest names in the sports gambling industry that you won't find anywhere else. We promise. Outside of that, Can't remember anything I said? Just stop by TalkingTheLine.com or in this episode's description down there, the Talking The Line link tree. You hit that link tree, you'll already see the TalkingTheLine.com website, but all of our additional social platforms and our additional content, so you can consume all that however, whenever you please, and stay up to date with what we got going on. At the very minimum, I just recommend checking out TalkingTheLine.com. You might like it, you might not. Who's to say? Who's to know? Uh, We got some blogs. We got some uh, different uh, podcasts on there. You can see all of our podcasts. You can see all of our uh, daily best bets. You can actually even hammer in plays and bet directly from our website on your favorite sports book. And uh, maybe we just make it easy for you to sign up for different sports books if you have not already. So, a well, little for you to think about there. Visit talkingtheline.com and stay up to date on everything TTL sports media. Partner, before I uh, get these kind folks out of here with a little bit of motivation minutes. A little bit of inspiration to uh, get all of us through our beautiful Wednesday here. Anything else you need to uh,
1: dish out, deliberate, lay out, banter about, anything in between? No, sir. I think we're ready to rock. Bowls are back. Uh, all our bets are hitting tonight. And, uh, you know, we're going to have a great day.
0: Love the sound of it, pal. Well, without further ado.
1: You know. Hey,
0: I know. I do know. Huh? That's why I wasn't wasting any more time with it. I do know. <laughs> So without all that being said, the final segment of the day, my friends, let's put it in a ticker. It's time for my Motivation Minutes. If you're a fan of my Motivation Minutes, you know I do this at the beginning of every month. You know I got my dry erase calendar, and I always like to uh, throw up a little quote of the month, share that with you guys, say, hey, this is where my thoughts are, this is where I'm at here for the month, this is where my energy, my vibes are flowing. So. Real short, sweet, nothing too major. I'll give you a little perspective behind it, too, but uh, quote of the month, my friends. Life isn't about where you are, more so where you're aiming. And if you've listened uh, to a edition of My Motivation Minutes before, you know that's from a full thing. Our species does is only evolving. is only a matter of time that we must endure. Trial, error, and emptiness. You know, the whole deal. I could go through it all, but I decided to pick out this little excerpt because... This one means a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And about every time that I get to this spot in that poem or quote or whatever you want to call it, I start to get choked up. Because this is one of the most important things that anybody can remember in their life, but so few people apply it. Life isn't about where you are, more so where you're aiming it's not about where you're at right now it's not about trying to impress everybody with what you got right now it's not about what you get by doing x y or z it's who you become because of doing x y or z it's always the process over the product it's always what do you gain and who do you become and what more better of a person you are for lack of a better term Because you decided to undertake XYZ situation or chase after XYZ goal. Life isn't about where you are, more so where you're aiming. And there's actually a second part to that. And it's we all know a person aiming at nothing is sure to hit it. I've talked about it before. Moving for the sake of just moving or actually having meaning behind your moves. Do you just do to do, you get up, you go to work, you do your monotonous life, you whatever, blah, 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 you bitch on social media, you go to the bar on Friday, bar Saturday, hangover Sunday, rinse, wash, repeat come Monday. Is that how you live your life or do your actions have meaning? Do you make sure that every single thing you do sets you up for what you're aiming at? Life isn't about where you are, more so where you're aiming and a person aiming at nothing is sure to hit it. So if you don't take the time to realize that, yeah, my goals are there, my passions are there, my dreams are there, I'm given everything I have to attain those, and you don't take the time to step back and say, okay, I might not be there yet, but who have I become because of this? What am I learning right now? Why am I in this situation right now? What is it doing to set me up? to get to that goal. And the more you fall in love with that process, the more you fall in love with finding out who you really are, why you're here, what this moment is meant to get you to that goal, the faster you get to those goals, they fall right in your lap. They happen when you least expect them. And then it doesn't become this drawn out process. It doesn't become this, oh, my goals are so far out in the distance and oh, I got to the process over the product and I got to remember what Colt says it becomes where it's almost second nature. It becomes where you can't help but do anything to love the process. But you can't do anything to every single moment in your day, you're thinking, "I right, what, what am I here for? What, what is this teaching me? What is, where is this taking me? Where, wh- what is this causing me to grow in this area to go here? And once you get to that spot, then stuff starts just clipping right along. And I'll admit, I would like to say that I'm there more oftentimes than not, but I still am a human being. I still have bad days. I still run into the wall and forget that, is, that it is all about process over product. And I can't see that product all the way in the horizon. And sometimes I lose hope. Sometimes I lose faith. Sometimes I say, what the fuck am I here for? This doesn't make any sense. Instead of, "I right, what am I here for? What am I supposed to learn? And I hope you can tell the difference in those two tones of voice, and those two sides. And I hope you also know what side you should be falling on. So remember, my friends, this life is not about where you are. Not about what you have, not about who you are, not about, well, it is about who you are, but I'll get to that. It's, It's not about what everybody wants to make it out to be or what media wants to make it out to be or whatever the case It's all about what's in here and where you are directing that and what you're aiming towards. Because if you are putting your 150%, your heart, your passion, your belief into that thing and you're not worried about anything else around you, that's all that matters. Period. That is all that matters. So I know a little bit more windy on this one. Uh, This one is uh, very, very important to me and I think it should be very important to you guys to want to fall in love with the process and stop fighting it so much and stop fighting adversity and wanting to find that next move of adversity to see instead of it being an obstacle, how can it be an opportunity? So remember today, life isn't about where you are, more so where you're aiming. And we all know a person aiming to nothing is sure to hit it.
1: And that does it for my motivation minutes of the day. Love it, man. Fantastic message, as always. (laughs) I appreciate it, dude. You're
0: frozen with your thumb up for a minute. I (laughs) I love it. It was absolutely electric. There you go. There you have it. A little piece of me to you guys. Hope uh, you enjoyed that uh, Motivation Minutes here today. Outside of that, partner, anything else uh, I have missed? Anything popped into your head as I was deliberating some minutes here? Any uh, late breaking
1: news? Anything that I have uh, left out? If Tyrod Taylor is ready to play, he'll play. Not sure if it's happening or not, but if he's ready, he's going to go.
0: Old Davy Mills hits the bench, and the Houston Texans dumpster fire rages on. Hey, um,
1: Texans-Miami, if we get Tyrod in that game, give me the Texans, baby.
0: And the Texans are getting six and a half points in that game, my friends. So, my, yeah, that's that was kind it. of uh, what I was going to be thinking there, my <laughs> friends. So, there you go. There you have it. All right, that's it episode number 155 that's a wrap that's everything we've given you all of our best bets we kept you here long enough always take the over we're right around an hour hour and 15 every single day we always like to keep it a little bit tighter maybe 45 maybe hour 15 who knows but we always do recommend hammering in the over if you do choose to tune into an episode of the TTl pod all that being said I digress my partner digresses let's send you on out of here the only way we know how Ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, far and wide from myself and Mags. Thank you so much for choosing to stop by the TTL pod today, get some picks, insights, analysis, some rabbit holes, some good vibes, some laughs, some arguments, everything in between. We checked about every box we possibly could, and we cannot thank you guys enough for choosing to stop by, spend your hard earned time with us. We appreciate you from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We are only going to keep growing TTL sports media bigger and better for each and every one of you and keep growing our network and our connections so we can keep making everything bigger and better for each and every one of you. So once again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We hope you have a spectacular rest of your wednesday unless you have any other plans and as always let's cash some tickets that wasn't bad. Was bad Not bad at all <laughs> hey gotta click over here let's cash some tickets have a spectacular day everybody peace and love <laughs>